You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. You listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today, I've got a very special guest with me. She's from originally from Wisconsin. She's now living in Nashville. Her name is Kirsty Krause. Hi, Kirsty. Hey, Dom. What's going on? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Today is a good day. It is good weather here in Nashville. We got a lot of moving parts happening, so I can't complain. That, that's that's perfect. What I mean, living here in the UK, it's by the time we get to talk, it's midday where you are now, and it's quarter past six in the evening here, and it's just it just feels like it's so late. But for you, it's just so early. It is. It's but. Even though it's noon, like like around twelve fifteen here, it's um, I haven't ate yet today. I normally don't eat till like twelve thirty one is like the lunch, but still breakfast food. Yeah, is that I kind of I kind of do that. I, I don't eat till like that time. Thing is though, I'm I'm probably just as bad though because I don't usually eat till I get home from work, and that'll be like six, seven, eight o'clock at night. So all day, all day. You're Literally. you're. And fasting is on like another level. I just, I watched a YouTube video like a couple of years ago and I was just like, that makes sense. Like eat when you're hungry. And I used to do the eight to five thing. So I automatically, it's like I ate before I went into work because my, I was telling myself like, okay, I won't be able to eat for a while. So I just got to eat even though I'm not hungry. Yeah. You know, And it didn't, it just like didn't make sense to me. So I started really listening and now I just... Around that twelve, the noon to like one thirty time, it's like food. <laughs> yeah, what what kind of food do you eat then? I mean, because you look so trim at the moment, and we've been through this like whole lockdown situation here in the UK, and we're about to go into a second lockdown on Thursday tomorrow. You look so well. Do you do like some weird fitness regime that we all need to know? No, I mean I do yoga here and there, but that not enough to like talk about a fitness <laughs> routine. But um, I. I, I did like the every plate, yeah. but that was a lot of pork and beef. And I don't normally eat red meat. Like I, I kind of stick to the chicken and the turkey and then uh, fish or vegetable. Like I, you know, I like a portobello sandwich. It's just as much as way over a hamburger. Anytime, anytime. Um, but now I just switched to HelloFresh. So I'm trying that out. This is my first week. HelloFresh. Yes. I think we've got HelloFresh here in the UK. I would search it, but there's a yeah. better time and place for that. Yeah, they're pretty – I mean, it's good because I'm, like, learning – I'm learning how to cook then. And yeah. And get away from the computer for at least a good 45 minutes. So it's, it's like, gets me away. What's, like, your go-to meal then? Like, what's your speciality meal to prepare? Ooh, it used to be, like, salmon, asparagus – and what was the what was the other side? It, that that was my thing. I would just bake salmon, um, and now I just do a lot of like slow cooker stuff. So oh the yes. Hello Fresh or a box that every plate like they come in, and then they give me directions on how to do stuff. And maybe sometimes I go into more of like the sous chef role. Um, <laughs> yeah. The helper. But other than that, like yeah, that's what I make. I really like um, beer chicken. And I love brats. And I still, I still love brats. And you boil the brats in beer. Yeah. Good couple hours with the onions. 
and then you put them on the grill. Oh wow, that that yeah. sounds that I've never cooked bratwurst in beer before. It's always been just either boiling water or just if I'm lazy in a microwave. It's that that's like that's oh miller highlight that's like the standard for like the slow cooker you can i use it on the chicken like instead of water i just put beer in it oh wow you've just like automatically within a couple of minutes changed my life welcome to wisconsin (laughs) culture what was it like then growing up in wisconsin to become a country artist and then eventually move to nashville it was it was so much fun i Wisconsin has so many events and things to do and things to be involved with. And where I grew up, there was like plays and community theater. And I tried every sport and none of them, you know, after doing a (laughs) cartwheel on the basketball court and not good. I think I embarrassed my dad really hard on that one. Um, I played softball. Like I just, I tried all the sports, but, um, but really it, music all had always spoken to me the most. Like that's, that's literally what my mom used growing up. She would put in the kids sing along tape and she knew she had like a half hour to get her stuff done. Cause I would be like, that's awesome. In the morning, like she got me ready and then she put that in. So she'd go get my sister ready <laughs> and I would be good. <laughs> um, Wisconsin people are very, take care of each other. Like there is a whole culture. And when you tell someone, like I meet someone down in Nashville and we're like from Wisconsin, we just immediately have like an understanding, like the bond. Uh, The culture is very based around tailgating football. And, you know, you recite whatever the TV told you that morning about the game. You kind of like recite that to each other. And when that runs out, you talk about the weather a little bit and people are just really friendly. And because I grew up there, I think, that's that's like where my core support system is the yeah. fans the original thirsties that were with me through a bunch of bands um just like saw me evolve until I finally was like hey I'm stepping out as like in my own artist you know I'm gonna go do this thing in Nashville so in Wisconsin then what's the football team for Wisconsin what's like your local what's that Gold- Oh, the Packers. The Packers, Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, wow. I, wow. <laughs> I, I can't believe I didn't get that. That's Perfect timing. Look at that. Got cheese. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I'm from the UK, I we don't have American football here as much growing up. It's come over here a lot more recently. But because my dad used to like follow the New England Patriots, that's who uh-huh. I kind of followed. Okay. Just follow my dad's footsteps. And ever since they got rid of Brady, it's been a bit, yeah. Well, it's different to watch for sure. Like, you know, Brady is, was amazing. And it's just, it's, it's different. Like I even took a step back from football being in Nashville and being so focused on this business and, and, and doing this music that, I, I have to admit, I have not watched every game. If I would tell that to, you know, my aunt, she'd be like, Ugh. but <laughs> I, I can't, you know, and it's a totally different culture and there's nothing, there is nothing like watching a game at home, yeah. like not even going anywhere, at home with my parents on the couch, 
seeing their reactions from play number one. Like it's just nothing, it's that's home to me. And so I almost feel like watching games would make me miss home more. Yeah. So maybe that's why I don't watch them as much too. Oh, uh, it'd be the opposite way around for me, you see. I'd, if I was watching games, I'd feel like I was at home. Yeah. Well, one time, uh, <laughs> one time I couldn't get a game on TV. This was two years ago. And I was like, I really want to watch this game. So my mom took her computer, set it up, faced it towards the TV. Yeah. We were like Skyping or video chatting. <laughs> it was Skype. And it was the best because the way that it was, it wasn't right up against the TV. So I could hear their commentary. I could see them when they were like run up and shout right in front of the TV. Like it was, it was great. It was like I was there. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's what yeah. we all need to do. You know, especially with this whole like lockdown situation at the moment, just have that engagement again. It's trying to get that family feel back. Absolutely, but like physical engagement. Like the other night, I don't know if you tried this at all, but there's teleparties now. Really? So what you can do is like you send the link to everybody and you go and everyone's like in in this mode and then you can play the movie all at the same time. So you're all watching it the same and then you chat. There's like a chat box on the side. I did that for Halloween. Like we had a low-key Halloween and I did that for Halloween and it was weird because it was like, it was funny because we're all making our own jokes of what yeah. we normally do, like each friend, you know, we're changing our profiles and pictures and just saying stupid things throughout the whole movie. But I still want to see the people, yeah. you know. That, there's nothing like, you know, being able to even just touch somebody, as weird as that sounds, but to hug somebody or just to, you know, embrace somebody. It's just not the same. Yeah, but that's like so much when you do do it. And when you do do it, it's do, like do. so much cherished more now, like a hug. Yeah. So simple as a hug, you know? When was the last time you've been home to see your family? Too long. Um, it was, we did a, we did a radio run and a, a big promotion up in, what month was that? It was like a couple months ago. It just feels like it's been forever ago. Um, it was like right after I released Silver and I can't, I can't think of the month right now. I don't even, do you, right before we got live, do you remember I was like November? Wait, uh, December? What month is yes, this? This is November now. So would you say? <laughs> so crazy to me. It really is. Um, and just all like, all of the moving parts. Like I really feel like this year went by like so fast, even though the amount of networking events and all that wasn't going on in Nashville. Yeah. It still went by really fast. This year in itself has just gone by so fast from the moment this all like kicked off back in March to, to now it's, it's gone. 2020 is almost over. Yeah. That's, I, I think it's good to hear you say that too. Cause I feel like there are individuals who, are like, whoa, this year went by so slow. Like I couldn't really? do anything. And more like taking approach and like, I couldn't do anything. So I was bored and I watched, you know what I mean? Like I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard the, the little violin. I mean, 
this year, I've probably done more this year in terms of what I've wanted to do, you know, in terms of music and the podcast and the radio, everything. Hell yeah. I love hearing that. I love it. Because the way that the year worked out, it it provided a lot more time for us to be online and doing the admin part of our job. So, uh, you know, and for, for fans, visibility is equals, you know, validity, you know, so the more you're out there and the more you're doing stuff. And so thankfully there is a whole nother dimension and world online to be able to like talk about music, support music, play music, um, you know, so we've just been still, you know, just utilizing all this extra time. Yeah, I totally agree with that, you know, that visibility as well, because when I went on, I went to Greece on holiday in September, I want to say September. Jealous. Okay, yes. The, um, my social media, I'm usually always on social media, but when I went to Greece, I actually forgot my phone. So I did no posting for a week and... By the time I got home and catching up with everything, I've noticed my levels were a lot lower because there just wasn't that engagement. Oh, what do you mean by levels, though? Like, as far as people seeing your stuff? media, like All, like, the reach and the engagement, just everything yeah. just died down. Because I'm always, always, always posting. Right. It was they just so different. They definitely, like, all these platforms have incentives for you to be active they want people to be engaging on their on their platforms um that's why this whole new crazy tiktok is going on right now because instagram now has so many rules for engage like of what it goes out to an engagement and tiktok has no rules yet so it's like blow it up while you can do it and i'm i haven't done it. i haven't done it like i should like they're, yeah. they're my friends here in nashville and they're they're really doing it like they're like video video i'm getting notifications (laughs) and my graphics you know like uh he's like my creative director essentially he's like why aren't you doing any tiktok videos you need to do more tiktok videos it's it's about trying to find the happy medium that everybody's on now it used to be facebook you know in the early 2000s and then twitter came along and then instagram and then obviously now you know, TikTok before it used to be MySpace, you know, it just everything goes around in this big circle. It's trying to keep up with the trends. Yeah, I still like, I still love Facebook. That's my favorite. Yeah. Just, I think it's has enough of a personal aspect to it, but, you know, not, not entirely anymore. Um, but I love using Messenger, like texting. Yeah. Just, it's, in a, and you can like push <laughs> unread like if you read it and you want it to be unread it's so helpful i can't yeah. do that on my iphone why? why well that that's it i mean i think i use messenger on facebook a lot more than i do actual texts or whatsapp yeah, yeah for sure me too i just um, like it i mean like trying to get hold of you sometimes it's just like yeah Stop. Oh, <laughs> no way and ha- well, that's because we're doing it via Instagram. We were messaging the Instagram and like, that's not my main messaging place. I should have, I, I should have thought. I don't have notifications turned on for that. Really? So I get notified when someone messages me on there. See, that's where I've gone wrong. Maybe that's why I've been waiting up to like two, three o'clock in the morning here for when you've eventually responded. 
<laughs> well, it's funny that you say that though, because literally my mom this morning, she has off work today, which means she's working on my stuff today. Cause that's like, she's transitioning into her <laughs> retirement so that she can be like the CFO and, 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 like and all that stuff. Not a momager. Cause she doesn't necessarily know the business like that, but she's really good at the accounting and the finance and keeping that all organized and being a really organized human. And yeah. so she wants to help in whatever way she can. And that's like her strength. But I was talking to her on the phone and she's like, you know, this is her numbers. She's like, you know, your numbers on Instagram have now surpassed Facebook. I was like, huh, I wouldn't have, you know, paid attention to that little detail, but her saying that makes me, my wheels are starting to turn like, Hey, maybe I should be doing this and that on Instagram, you know, yeah. more because it's, it's growing. So, so yeah, even her saying that, I was like, that really made me start thinking about different things. It's always, a, it's always the little things as well. Like the amount of reach. I mean, whenever I do like Instagram lives, I find I get more engagement through an Instagram live than a Facebook live. Okay. It's just wherever your fan base is congregating. Now, if you're getting a lot more followers on Instagram, you tend to lean to more towards Instagram. But then you've got to try and do the like whole even package, you know, try and keep everything relatively even. Yeah. I think it was... So, <laughs> I just want to bring this up because I think it's funny. Go on. I had a fan on Instagram, or it was on Twitter... But then they moved and migrated to Instagram. And I was like, you're confusing me, man. Like, you need to go back to Twitter. Like, we need to be, I don't know. I just, it's in the wrong platform. Like, I, the way I said it to him was really funny. Messaging him like, who are you? Yeah, yeah, what are you doing on here? Like, what we talk on it on Twitter. That is where we talk. Yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> now you do all your own social media. Yes, I do have help with the photos. Like, we go out and do photo shoots. Yeah. Um, the idea is once a month or twice a month, whatever we, like, needs to, what we need. But um, then I do have someone for Instagram that kind of texts and is like, okay, you could post this, mm -hmm. you could do this, do this. And that's... That's been really helpful. I've always wanted a team. Like I've always wanted people to help because there's a lot of hats, you know, that you have to do. Mm -hmm. And I put it out there a couple of years ago, like, let me find people that are good at these things that I can trust that I can like, you know, be able to just like let them in their, in their hands. So yeah, we'll, we'll discuss ideas like that shirt that I was wearing yesterday about you know voting for country music and mm -hmm. about democrats and republicans just country music and i i when i saw that shirt online he like sent me a link and he was like just look at a couple things on this site for yeah. this specific company because they might repost your stuff yeah so he, he gets into all that i'm happy he's like, talking about the company it's, it was whiskey riff wasn't it yeah shout out and then they they reposted it so i was so excited but i looked on their website and i found that shirt and i was like oh amen that is for me yeah and i need to take a photo on that shirt and post it and he was like that's great because they don't have a photo posted of that shirt so like he knows all those details that yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't even have time to get into as far as like 
go to whiskey riff, get into, you know? And so there is, there is a lot of like backend things and, and information that goes into, I guess, just one post. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people don't realize how much actually does go into it. Cause I do everything myself here. And sometimes I just feel so swamped. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. You definitely have to, it, it's a whole nother world these days. Like there's like apps to plan the visuals and I know he's got that and kind of like what the colors all mesh together and I'm like oh my god this <laughs> this is now to another level like I graduated in marketing but this is another level where this could take hours and hours as you know it does and I also I'm a writer like I want to write songs I want to yeah. sing I want to have time to do that part of it um and it was getting to the point where it that that part was being taken away kind of it's always it's always a difficult balance being able to say okay then you know i need to be able to put this time aside to write songs and then put this time aside to you know to do this social media and then to do the website and then to you know plan the next release and then come up with the next strategy you know doing that yourself is just so much and you know i totally get how artists you know, choose this team behind them. How how do you actually come up with the team? How do you pin you know pick the right people for the job? As people came into my life, I was like, "You're really good at this." So, like, hmm, how you know? And and it's one thing like you have to have people that are champions, like people that are like, I get what you're doing. I get your music. I get where you're going. Yeah. Like that's so, so important. And, um, it's like, I just October 1st rolled out with a booking person and to give up, like it's, it's non-exclusive so I can book my own shows, Yeah. but to give that up. And he's kind of like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, we're going to go to Florida in February. Like you said, these are where you want to be in the country. I got you. Like you need to chill and let me handle it. That is so weird for me because this time of year is when I'm like emailing any, you know, time that I have free. I'm like, dude, send 40 emails to get these bookings that I want, you know, cause that's like the bread and butter of the business is bookings and merch. So like, it's very nerve wracking, but we had a call yesterday, like a conference call. And you've like, just once you see results, I, I understand like you haven't seen results yet. Once you see results, I know you're going to like relax a little bit and like trust <laughs> me more, but I just, I have a great feeling about this person. I've had a lot of talks with companies that could help book, you know, and because I've done it for so long, I think I, I know the lingo. Like I know the red flags. I know like the weird things that people would say because I've taken so many calls. And I think that's always good to do too. Like as an artist who like maybe doesn't know like which PR company should I take on, have a freaking call with every single one of them. You know what I mean? Get, and, and one, they have to be a champion of your stuff and I almost said the other word. And then two, <laughs> they have to be like, speak the way that you do business. There you go. That's huge for me. If you don't do business like I do business, then it's not going to work. Exactly. You know? They've got to be, it, almost be like a, a portion of you pulled out and morphed into this clone of you. 
boss and like a, a person on steroids that's like way better at it than me. Yeah. That's the idea. Otherwise, why would you bring someone on to but, do it? See, that's always a great idea until you pull somebody out that's a, another singer-songwriter and they do amazing. That's yeah, that would be it. Oh, I hope that I one day create a human that does that absolutely does that, you know? Like to be really, to be so frank, I'm going to freaking play classical music to my belly like every day and I'll be like, you will have perfect pitch. That, that's always the thing though as well, you know, because a lot of people do, you know, play certain types of music to create, you know, the senses into that direction, you know, whether it's going to be, you know, classical music to try and get the right levels in the pitch and being able to yeah. sing, you know, in various tones or whether it's going to be like hip hop or rap or whatever to get them, you know, it, it's. Right. It depends. And like, I really, I, I'm, I'm probably going to be that, that type of mom, like in the future is like, like utilizing when they're a sponge, when they're little kids, I'm like, you play the guitar. <laughs> go play the guitar but at the same time if they don't love it they don't love it you know so do you have a partner then ready to have kids with uh i mean i'm i'm not ready to have kids till my like late 30s yeah so i have time but um yeah i have been dating another country rock artist Ooh. and his name is Jesse Lopez Ooh. and met so typical at a writers round in Nashville and he was like, I like what you're doing. Like, let's write a song. Yeah. And yeah, that and that's that, that. From, and we were best friends. And now you play together all the time, especially on these live streams. Yeah, with the way that COVID and this whole year worked, it was a lot of acoustic shows. So it just makes sense. Like we're going out um on the eleventh for Veterans Day in yeah. Clark's it's their big veterans day festival and we're going to be playing like an hour acoustic set and instead of it's just me it's two of us it's two artists so we're like you know go back and forth singing harmonies for each other it just makes it that much more of a show because yeah. when the song's done we can banter we can talk to each other we can feed off each other's energy it's a totally different you know a different thing than than an artist alone playing an acoustic show. <clears throat> I'm going to put you on the spot now. Okay. Who do you think is a bigger artist, yourself or Jesse? A bigger? Bigger artist. Ah. Or a better artist as well. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's, that's a weird, you know, that's a very weird question. I think Jesse is a really, really talented writer. Like, yeah. And... It's, it's, I think it's awesome. Like he, he can write in any situation where I can more, I have like limitations of situations or like people who I write with or like, I have to only get in this certain creative space. And if someone's shutting it down, then it's like, <gasps> yeah, the right. fail because you're shutting down <laughs> the song. I don't know. He, he has the ability to do literally be in any room. Like he came from LA and did the rap like hip hop where he wrote the hooks world and yeah. the national he's definitely an amazing writer like under the radar still and i can't wait for nashville to be able to like see all of that um i think as a full band 
I am a better performer. Yes. Weird to answer, but yeah, I think, yeah, that's, but we're both like people, people. We're both really outgoing. Is Jesse there with you now? Yeah, he's cooking in the kitchen. (laughs) When he's, when he's free, do you want to bring him through and then we'll get his opinion? Yeah, can I answer this this question here? Okay, you Do you have to... a chair? Do you have a chair? <laughs> That's a yeah. This is a uh, it, it's a very interesting question. So he asked. No, you you asked Dom. Oh, you want me to re-ask? Okay, then yeah. Jesse. Hi, Jesse. I'm Dom. What's up, Jesse? How are you doing? <laughs> so the question was, who do you think's a better performer, a better artist? You know, yourself Ooh. or Kirsty? Ooh, that is a... Yeah, he, he, he didn't even say performer. Question. He didn't even say performer. He said, who's a better artist, Ooh. Jesse or yourself? Okay. So, <laughs> um, you know, I think I, uh, if if I heard, you know, it's kind of hard to hear from the kitchen, but if I overheard correctly, I think Kirsty's got it right. We definitely both have our our, um, our difference in experience and... Uh, and I think it really, it really kind of comes through during, you know, certain aspects of what we do. Yeah. But I think you're better. I think Jesse's better at acoustic shows for sure. And like the fact that he can play the guitar and really play anything he wants to like on the spot. I don't have that. Like I, I don't have that at all. Like I, which yeah. is, yeah, a different experience. I mean, a lot of my experience, uh, Kirstie's got a lot more experience as a full band artist and I, a ton of my background is busking. You yeah, know, just being outside playing guitar. So on the street, yeah, like just yeah. getting it. Yeah, so. so you know, yeah, it's just like different kind of different strengths come out at different times. But I, uh, you know, she's and definitely I, one of my favorite people to write with too. So I, I you know, I, I, yeah, she's really creative about the whole writing process. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Final question for you is: What are you cooking? Oh, I'm cooking. Uh, it is, is French it? dip chicken. French onion, French, <laughs> French onion, onion dip chicken, chicken yeah. with zucchini and tomatoes with a crush of. I feel like I'm on a cooking show. Crush of crackers and parmesan on top. I have instructions. I'm not that cool. <laughs> watch, watch out, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Watch Gordon out. Ramsay. Yeah. Oh, watch oh, out. Yeah. No, yes. I. Uh, Mm-hmm. You'll be taking him over soon. If if music ever fails for you, go into cooking and come here. Make me something. He's a better cook. He's he's. That's true. I will give her. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <She's> not- <laughs> it was nice meeting you, Dom. Take care, Jesse. <laughs> oh my God, he copped out. See, he's he's escaped. He's escaped already. I would be interested to see how he would respond had he not like overheard me. Mm-hmm. You know. In like him coming up with his own thing. What you need to do is secretly f- um, film him later on Instagram or something, or just on your phone, just saying, "Jesse, what do you really think?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I mean, I don't know. I do. I do feel like we we have kind of talked about it. Like we're we're artists. We're artists who are sensitive, and we mm-hmm. work together a lot because we're working towards a lot of you know the same goals like obviously he doesn't want to be the next women of country <laughs> you know similar similar goals and um so i think we we kind of talk about everything yeah in regard, you know i mean that's the great lead up to this next little link is okay. the highway women 
Uh-huh. Explain, like, what, what happened there? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. They, um, I actually got introduced to them through Streamfest, and I was looking for, I, it's bad, but I was, like, doing over 50% emails in the lineup for every week, every month. And Jesse was like, what are you doing? I was like, emails. But I, <laughs> I, that's really what I primarily listen to for music. And I, it's so important. There's Nashville is the hub for music. So there's so many uh, groups here that support women and like other artists. And it's hard. It's hard to find female artists that support each other. Like you would think it'd be easier, but yeah. it's, but it's not. And I, the highway women embodies everything that I'm all about. Like I am a real girl. I'm just, this is who I am kind of thing. I've always been that way since I was like, five, you know, since I went to kindergarten, it's, I, it's just how I am. So like when I got introduced to them, brought them on stream from this, then I started talking about PR a little bit, but I like, I found out about the be a highway women and, and joining as a member. So I'm listed on their website and I'm, I'm just part of the group. Like I'm going to help put out their email newsletter every month. And I'm, I'm slowly like volunteering for things to just, to just help and be a part of it. And they have a mentorship program that's going to be coming out where I would be a mentor for a young artist. That's yeah. like just moving to Nashville. And I, I love it. I'm all about it. Oh wow, that that's awesome. That's like I, I can't. There's no words to describe how great that is, especially for females, especially the whole palaver that we had at the start of the year, going into last year. You know, the whole comments made by the radio. You know, it's seeing women, yeah. especially. I know there's still there's still so much more work to do, particularly in certain radio stations throughout America and the world. Yes. But, you know, there is a slight improvement in what is happening with the amount of females in the in the top 100. Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm, I'm like, counting every time, and I'm, like, that is seven in top 50. Like, that's – we're coming on a new wave and, like, perfect timing, too, like, with how the fluctuations. But then when Bobby Bones went and did the iHeart, you know, Women, Women of, of Country show, so, like, what? That's awesome. So great. Yeah. Like there's hope. <laughs> I mean, that what actually got me into country music initially was listening to the Bobby Bones show. Really? Because we don't get it over here properly in the UK. But I there's um there's a few uh-huh. certain apps on the iPhone where you can stream internet radio from other countries. And that's mm-hmm. how I used to listen to the Bobby Bones show. And then I ended up listening to it on the podcast on his basically the show's done on the podcast. And they'd be talking about it all and what Amy does for the whole you know, with, especially with like adoption stuff as well. And now Eddie's doing all the adoption and then bringing the music into the, when they actually brought in women women of I Heart Country into the mix, it was like, they want you to head this show, Amy. And it's like, brilliant. It's finally something that's being put in place. It's nice to see. Oh my gosh, yes. And I, I used to love listening to them too, like when I lived back in Wisconsin and it is definitely a stepping stone goal of mine to like get on the Bobby Bones show and just be able to play a song. That's that's huge. All of Nashville, like they know what's up then or know who you are um, if you get on the show. Yeah. That's 
we pay attention, you know. Well, it is the number one country show in America. Yeah. Hands down. You know, he's what he's doing, you know, in terms because he's got he's just signed a deal with the BBC in Los Angeles for his okay. TV show. So that's extra publicity for him. You know, dancing they're with the stars. They're definitely trying to make him like the next Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. You know? He's almost like they're- Ryan Seacrest's little younger brother. It's brilliant to see. <laughs> I would and then they were both on American Idol, so that's yeah. I had to watch it. I had to watch some American Idol episodes just for that reason. I wanted to see like what Bobby Bones was doing on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, um, when I was listening to the actual radio show itself, it was like, oh yeah, I'm actually going to be a a mentor on American Idol. It was like, oh, let's because I, I used to watch American Idol all the time, especially you know in the early days of like Carrie Underwood and Kelly Clarkson. You know, I used to watch it all the time, but then for some reason I stopped. For some reason it just like fizzled out and then when I heard Bobby Burns was on it was like oh let's let's give it a rewatch yeah yeah no I used to watch it religiously like I remember telling my mom specifically if Carrie Underwood did not win like in the when I was watching the finale I will throw something at the TV <laughs> and I like remember saying that and so I used I don't know what yeah I don't know what happened I think it's just life got busy but is that up to your booking agent then to try and get you onto the Bobby Bones show? Or is that something you've got to try and do? Well, see, that's a mixture of like a PR person in a book. So like he does do some things naturally as a booking person and a person with the connections that he has um, for, you know, quick like summary of that. He will naturally do some managerial stuff. Yeah. I've told him that it is really important to me to get on WSM, like because it's it's just the the mother of you know the original radio station for country music, and I it's a big deal to me. So I I've told him things like that, and I've told him it's a big deal for me to get over to the UK and then Australia, and like let's this is where we're moving. So he's definitely on the team, part of the team as like, not just a booking person. Like it's, it's really like, how can we make quantum leaps and move this business forward? So I'm, I'm really, really excited to have him. Like it's going to be a, a life changing thing. I'm excited I, to have you here in the UK when artists can come back. That is, but. Oh. And then my favorite Harriet and I will do a show together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, I can't wait to see this. I, this, you was talking about this on um, Live Country Sessions with Paul England the other day. Mm-hmm. And I oh, can't wait to see, you know, what magic is created. Yeah, she she is, I can tell, like, she's obviously very, we're very alike in a way that we are very determined about our craft and, like, particular about it. And, like, this is our lane. This is what we're doing. And I... I can totally appreciate that. And then there is not a fake bone in that girl's body. And like, I can appreciate that, you know? So I think we just like hit it off. That's awesome. Oh, it's so exciting to see. <laughs> the... Arlie, you come stay at my house. <laughs> with Nashville. All good. I like live, you know, 15, 17 minutes from downtown. Yeah. You're on the east side of. I'm on the west side. West side. Yeah. I knew it was, it was either east or west because we I was listening to you talk about it the other day and I was thinking, 
Which side was the tornado again? Was that, that was yeah. the east side, so you was in the safe side. It is. This is more safer. I live in Bellevue, and it's just something I put out for like six months that I wanted a condo in Bellevue. Yeah. And I was living way like in Mount Juliet, like way on the east side with a friend while I was like regrouping. And I was like, I want a condo in Bellevue. And then it, it appeared like it, it was just available. Magic, like. Yeah, no, seriously, that that doesn't happen in Nashville. Like you, something goes on the market, it's gone. So I, I guess I was meant to have this place for sure. I mean, another great follow-up is the Instagram live that you did about a week ago, week and a half ago of a certain, a certain music video that is being filmed. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm so excited. Did you, so you popped on for a second. I think I said I, hi to you. I think I watched the whole thing. Awesome. I yeah, you said, only- you actually said hi to me as well. I was like, oh my God, Kirsty's saying hi to me. <laughs> I was like, only give them seven minutes. That's it. They can't see it. Um, that's the yeah. thing that's the thing though because you said that oh yeah you can show this bit but the next bit is top secret yeah i so i think in the lives i i definitely said or kind of you know leaked that i am the ghost mm-hmm. i'm not playing the main role um there's kind of a three different people all longing for love from one another like it's it's very weird and the guy is like loving this woman but can't let go of of this person that's dead and and so there's there's multi levels of the story and when we got together to pitch ideas for this music video I like said an idea and then uh Justin my creative person he came came to the meeting and he had ideas and he pitched this one I was like (laughs) Okay, well, obviously it's going to be that one. And he was like, did we make a decision? I was like, wait, I thought that was really obvious. <laughs> let's do that. I mean, yeah. like, I, like I have goosebumps talking about it. So let's do it. And I cannot wait to see it come together. And he's like hoping, he just told me yesterday that by the end of the week, we'll be like as a team looking at it. <gasps> oh, if you and need if you need people to like you know proof it for you you know just to get a general feel for the video you can just just send it my way i i cannot wait i'm probably gonna i mean i cry every time i i I cried when i watched silver for the first time because i was like you made me look so good (laughs) all your all of your videos the oscar worthy Oh, good. It's, I'm happy to hear that because, like, this one I think is going to be next level. I really do, and we're going to try to we're going to try to pitch it to uh, to CMT. So, I mean, I think it's got to do. Got to do the bus. The bus. You're in a big hall. Where was that hall? The hall. What do you mean? It was like a big like room that you was constantly oh, mopping. Yeah, yeah. Project 615 is over on the east side, and the person who I worked with on that music video, he has a space there. And so, yeah, giant, like, studio, essentially. Basically, he basically turned around and said, all right, I've got this big space, but it needs cleaning. Do you fancy cleaning it, and we'll film you doing it? (laughs) Yes, yes. And I wanted to be a jam leader. Like, I brought that. I still have that outfit from high school. High school show choir outfit. Really? 
and my name's embroidered. So here I am like car wash slash janitor Kirsty, right? Like, and I, yeah. And then in my first music video, Delusional, I also wore a costume from show choir. Really? So it's just kind of funny how I'm like pulling things, random things from my closet from the old days, you know, supporting. And I did have someone comment and be like, that is from show choir. Oh my God. I can't believe you're wearing that. Do you get, do you get a lot of messages from people from like high school and kindergarten and you know, your general school days saying, Oh, I remember you. Yes, I do. I get, I get the most random messages. (laughs) I really love them because people I haven't talked to maybe since like 2009. Right. Or like what I, and, and, um, I don't know what happened. You lost power not because of our our setup here it's must have been constr- i don't know but i'm on my <laughs> phone so we're- have you got enough uh, ba- have you got enough battery on you yeah yeah this one's at like my phone's at 62% my computer's at 66 but um yeah the whole lights went out did you see that part it just froze it just randomly froze i had to pause the recording then did you see when uh, the lights went out and then came back on? No, I didn't see anything. It must have been a power surge or something. Yeah, I don't know. Does that happen regularly? I mean, I'm not, never, edi- I'm not editing this out. This is interesting. That's never happened. But it used to, like, the place that I lived on the west side when I first moved to Nashville, it happened a lot because yeah. construction going on. But where I live, there really isn't. I don't know. What do you think that was, Jess? Um, my guess is that some he's the tech guy. You know, like he's like mm-hmm. power surge. It only happened for a second. So weird. Hmm. Lightning bolt came. That's it. It's it's it, someone's had a big idea and it's been like brought down from the heavens. It told me the music video will be on CMT. <laughs> Putting it out there. That happened. That that happened as we were talking. Then, I yes. Mean, so I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, we was ta- we was talking about friends and getting weird messages. Oh what? yeah, it's, it's yes, people from a long, long time ago, and they're like, "We're friends," <laughs> and I haven't spoken. So like, I don't know if like maybe that's a looser term. But with that being said, I I love getting messages and I think that's why Facebook is my like favorite platform because that's where the like messages come of people from the past and people like just just want to pop in and say hey I see you I see what you're doing like you're working really hard you like go like do it big like something like that it takes someone you know maybe a couple seconds to write but it means so much to me like that could make a whole day, a different ball game. Like I just on cloud nine because seeing somebody say that is amazing. Like it's it just it just shows that you need to spread more love than hate. And when you think about it, like when you're thinking about someone, just go text them. I try to I've tried to do that so much more uh, just in the last couple of years, but even more this year is if I'm thinking about someone, if I'm thinking about my sister. I was just like, I want to see you. Or <laughs> like, FaceTime me now, you know? Yeah. Um, it really does, like, this time of year kills me to not be around family just because we have so many 
traditions and fall things. And like, my sister just got a puppy <gasps> and I'm dying. Do you want to, do you want to see? Of course I do. Dying. I just want to see and meet this new puppy. And, um, it's a golden doodle. Golden Is doodle. Right? right. Is that right? Jess, what kind of, it's like a, Look at this. Labradoodle. Labradoodle. It's on our story, so it goes away, but like, oh, oh my, my goodness. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And like I won't be I won't be home till uh the 20th of this month for Thanksgiving. So what's happening then regarding like lockdown and being able to see people, you know, around Nashville? Can you still go see people like friends and family? Yes. We're not in like lockdown like that we just have to wear masks yep. like when we go to the store or when we go to certain places you have to wear masks but like yeah i know i already called my mom and i was like listen like can we make chili twice can we have a thanksgiving can we set up the whole because normally we set up the christmas tree yeah right after thanksgiving. i was like can we set up the whole tree and all the other decorations because i don't know if i'll be home for christmas like we have to i'm like i have like a list of requests <laughs> That's, walk Luna, her, my, my sister's new dog. Like, yeah. That's so sweet. That. <laughs> that's so sweet. I'm expecting a load of calls then, you know, for when you're thinking about somebody. Obviously, you're going to be thinking about this show all the time. Oh, my God. I'm I'm just really glad that I, it's funny how it happened. Because I was like, yeah, no, I think we got something. <laughs> I feel like I know you more than we knew each other because of, because of Twitter, because of social media. Yeah. Well, it's because of me constantly pestering on Instagram videos, you know, when you've been doing a live stream. It's like, hi, it's me. Yeah, I hope to go live more because apparently Instagram is now like the one of the bigger platforms. <laughs> especially for you as well, you know, because obviously your, your followers have gone so much higher on Instagram than Twitter. Yeah, in this last year or two, like I remember when I was at 2,500 and I was like, oh, I need to get that like. Up, like just you know and it just seems to be growing so that's good did you find yourself like looking at each milestone like oh yes i've hit i've hit 100 i've hit 500 i've hit a thousand i it's like 3500 was a big one for me because because yeah. i just like i don't know like seeing that was really cool like it's it's still there's a little bit of like a feeling of you're putting yourself out there yeah as an and as a musician and like people take me seriously like these are my songs you know like there's just a feeling about it so having you know 35 people signed up to like or 3500 you know signed up to want to see my stuff that, that's like cool to me like that's every time I get someone that signs up for my mailing list yeah I get excited. that that is every, like I get an email every time do you, want to give a, do you want to give a plug where people can sign up to your mailing list? Yes, on my website. It's like right in the in the contact section. You can you can sign up. You can right also there. you can sign up on pretty much every because I'm on your website right now, by the way. And there's a like a you know how you get head you can get <laughs> headers and footers. You're on the bottom of pretty much every footer. Yes. Go to the bottom and do the subscribe thing. <laughs> And there we go. Just done it myself. So you should get an email. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Because you have a new subscriber on Wix and I get, I just get excited because 
that's like every time I release a song, they'll, you know, they'll get an email or a music video and it's cool. Now, did you design the website yourself or was it one of your elite team that did the website? I did I did the website and then with the new picture in the front, like the video where I'm like walking and being all serious, that he like that was my graphic designer. Really? Yeah. But I, I do I can do like the text and stuff. Wix is so easy to like change things on. Um so I've been doing that, but I just put up my store. So we have plans to like start doing giveaways and like talking about the t-shirts that I just got. Like, cause the t-shirts, the picture on them matches the album. Yep. I mean, it's a yes, you can t-shirt yes, and it's can. going for $20. Yeah. And the yes, you can is like my mantra now. I mean, I, I started on this endeavor with this record three years ago. Yeah. Like, I mean, before that, cause I started writing, I started writing for it before that, like two really? and a half, three years I started writing, writing for it. And so, um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's been a long, like big dream, long time coming to have like a full, right. It's sitting right there, like a full record, you know? And I want to, I want to like frame it and like, <laughs> It's a, big, it's a big deal. It is. It's. We, we talked about babies earlier and playing country music, uh, classical music to it. That's <laughs> your baby. That's your baby right now that you've just created. Absolutely. And it's. It's what's good is that you know I've written the songs a long time ago and like recorded them and now I have this product and I have so many songs like for next three albums probably but like I still enjoy jamming out like if we go on a long car ride i will put on the record and jesse knows all the words like my family it's just it's definitely a record that i i know that i will love yeah like forever like and be really proud of i i didn't i didn't cut any corners on it the issue whenever I watch other people's like live streams, I tend to try and avoid them, but I was really, really fascinated with Paul's the other day. And I know I kind of, I've, I always feel bad for doing this because I always end up hijacking, like adding too many comments and too many questions. So I always ruins like whenever I want to ask questions. So out of your record, what is like your favorite song to perform and which was your favorite one to write? Hmm. Although you can't, I know you're releasing little bits here and there, so you can't really. My favorite one to write was something new. It <laughs> was a, it's a song that I needed to hear. I the, the lyrics in it are basically it starts off saying like a long time coming, then all of a sudden goodbyes and misty eyes, and it talks about me moving like making the move to Nashville and starting something new. It's essentially my song about going to Nashville. I feel like everyone has to have a song <laughs> like that. And yeah. so I was like, mine's going to be called something new. And it's definitely a summary song of my version of music and like my version of that song moving to Nashville. I think that was really fun to write. Joe Sly is super cool. He, we've written like, what, seven, eight songs together now. And I like them all. Like, I just, I kind of <laughs> know when I go to write with him, what we're going to get. 
Yeah. You know, uh, the combination between the two of us is really cool. And he just gets me. He really like, he, he gets it. So, um, he's one of my go-to people. Like I met him when I was 15. That, that's always the thing, though, is we were talking about, you know, regarding like your people working, you know, around you, like all oh, your PR and your booking agents, etc. You know, you need people that get you. If you, if they don't get you or if they don't understand you or where you're coming from or what your aspirations are, then you're not going to succeed. And they're, they're not going to succeed being with you and writing songs with you or booking Absolutely. things with you. Absolutely. And I can totally respect, like, I can respect certain, like, punk rock music, right? But, like, that's not what makes my heart sing, even when I'm listening to it. So, like, I, you, there, but that's what's really cool about the music industry and writing a song. Like, a song could be so many things, but, like, there's always an element of when you're co-writing of where the song could go. Yeah. And, like, and because I showed up feeling this way and he's in this energy. And so we chose to write this specific song instead of the five other ideas that I brought specifically to write with Joe, you know, like there's, there's an element of, I let it just be like, and, and be what, whatever the day takes you. Yeah. I like that part about it. Now, silver. Uh Uh-huh. Like, where where was the inspiration for Silver? Where did that all come from? Yeah, Silver, um, you know, I did a lot of, like, lasers. Yeah, and... very aggressive single, gotta say. Yeah. It's definitely, like, an empowerment kind of, like, don't be with that person if they don't like who you are kind of thing. Like, move, move on. Um, I was sitting with my co-writer, Erica Sunshine Lee. This is our first time getting together we actually drove over to her house and I remember being like this is such a long drive (laughs) and it was over by the airport it's like not that long yeah but um meet up with her and she's going through it she's like this guy that we've been on and off like really serious he just wants me to go down and move to Georgia and like live in this house with him and she's like and I'm a gypsy like I belong on the road yeah. Like she everywhere I look, she's somewhere different, you know? And um the this kind of life, musician life, is a very different life than uh just yeah. a five job. It's just a very different life. So you have to like be careful of who you are with. Cause like if they don't get it, if they're like, Oh, well, eventually you're gonna grow out of this, right? It's like That's the wrong yeah. attitude. Yeah, no, no, this is, I can't help it. Like, this is in my heart. So, um, yeah, we just started talking about that and how, and I was like, well, we have to write about this for sure. (laughs) This is the big elephant, the big energy in the room. Like, we definitely have to write about it. So we just started talking about how, like, she can't be something that she's not and, like, just kind of, like, yeah, and talking about, like, rings, you know? And so it's like, you see diamonds, I see red, like, we're not engage kind of thing and um that's where the song came from I mean silver can't be gold that that's obviously you know it's the main hook in the song you know you see diamonds I see red it's so striking I mean to me you know because red obviously you think of stoplights brake lights things just slowing down calm down but diamonds you know normally 
normally everybody sees tries to see like the light in things and diamonds and it's just so I love it. I mean, first when I first heard I see red, I first thing I thought was like rubies. Is it so you don't like diamonds but you like rubies? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a if you really listen to the lyrics and, and look at it, it's, it's pretty harsh. And I did yeah. have like, some thirsties, which is the, the fans that I like to call them because thirsty rhymes with Kirsty. Um, and my old band name was Thirsty Jones. But yeah, mm-hmm. I had some people message me and be like, what does this line mean? Like specifically ask me about lines, which was really cool because that's never happened before. Oh, oh. Like, interested in knowing story i did not know i could do that so that's what i'm going to start doing to you now i'm going to start sending you individual lines to each track and say okay so what does this bit mean what does this bit mean yeah you could ask about you know thirsty in the future because that song is really um really catered to my struggles for sure like as a person that uh i'm really open with people but i'm not that open in a relationship yeah, but why? Why do you think you don't open as much in a relationship? Uh, because <laughs> because it's it's like that's my heart. Like I don't want to be vulnerable. But in a sense, don't we open up our hearts to everybody anyhow because of what we do in the singer songwriter or me as a presenter? You know, because we've got to be Absolutely. what people Here. see is what they get like our absolutely but it's just like i don't know like um the commitment aspect and then the idea of being hurt is uh, like the fear for me is too much like that where i struggle yeah with letting myself be happy in a relationship yeah right lambs (laughs) for everybody out there we've just been speaking to the dog yeah, we just we just, <laughs> just in case you're wondering who we're talking to. Llama is Lam's is short for llama. Lam Lama's such a random name. I know, I know. Nama Name No Name Name Namaste Lama Name Lama. That's how it happened. It just like kept no name No Name Lama. Like that's that that's. It, I need to start doing that for, especially when it comes to like songs. I mean, we're doing a charity single at the moment here in the UK for Mind. And we was trying to think of a name for the collective of artists from, you know, Nashville, from, from Norway and the UK. It was like, hmm, what can we call ourselves? What can we call ourselves? And it was like, we was typing in random words into, um, into like Google and like theosaurus.com trying to think of different words that like describe different things and, I'm going to start doing that. It's so hard to come up. Like, I remember when I actually had to come up with a band name and I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? (laughs) Bandnames.com. But that didn't even work. That's it though. It's, it's a difficult thing. I mean, like country chat was to me just a simple thing because I like country music and I like chatting. Yeah. (laughs) It's simple, but I've digressed. This has gone away from what we was talking about. Like, so you struggle coming out in relationships talking. Yeah. Do you find, do. do you find that now that you're with Jesse, 
And obviously he's in the same situation as yourself as an artist. You know, he could be, he could end up going off in, you know, his own direction. Do you feel like you've got a more understanding and a better ability to open up? I think as I, like every year I work on this, this is the thing that I have to work on. So I, I do think I work on it and I'm like, Hey, I just, I'm crazy like this way. Like I'm trying, like I, I, I'm more able to like identify and tell somebody outright, like this is what's wrong with me. Um, I am definitely also a person that kind of leads with all of the bad cards. So if this was the table in front of us, I'd be like, and this, and this, and this, and this. Do you still want to be here? Yeah. Like, thing. I do that, and it's almost like I, I just have tests, lots of tests. I do so many stupid tests to almost see if they're they're willing to, like, do them and still be here. Do you just do that within relationships? Oh, yes, I do. It's so bad. And like I, it's like I want to make sure that no matter what happens, they're going to stay. Yeah. It's so messed up. thing is, though, we've all, we've all had our hearts broken. We've all been hurt in horrible, horrible ways because every, everybody does. And we yeah. tend to, each time we get hurt, we get a brick. And we build up this small little wall and sometimes this wall gets so high that we don't even know what we're doing. And we've got to try and jump over that wall or break through that wall. And that's the difficult thing. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of the walls, like, or the things that have been built up, a lot of it comes from people's childhoods, you know, like, and just how they've interacted with people and they don't even, you know, you don't realize like how important those years are yeah. for people to be developing and how they like interact with people so what was your childhood like I you know I loved I really loved my childhood but I did not choose good guys ever I was just I feel like I got my heart broken a lot or like out of nowhere like in, in third grade I a boy was like I was boy crazy for sure and just craved the attention and I I remember him calling me up one day and saying like hey I don't like you anymore I like my water skiing instructor and I was like what like I remember being devastated with yeah. that phone call and being like wait this is out of nowhere like I thought we were best friends you know like it was so I I don't know I think from things like that, it's just hard to like, I, just people letting you down. I probably held on to it too much. Yeah. I think that's one of the things as well is the fact that, especially at a young age, you don't think about the future. You don't think about this bigger picture that we're going to be adults. We're going to be out there. We're going to find somebody who's, who is the one, the soulmate, you know, as they say. Yeah. And, you know, you think the world's over. Every time, you know, no matter how many people you go out with, especially as a kid, you know, up until you say 15, 16, you know, you don't realize that things get better and everything is a lot worse than what it actually is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember my like freshman year of 
high school like breakup I thought my world was over, over. You know? and like I wore sweatpants to school for like three months and like not even regular clothes I just remember I but I think as musicians too and like creative people we feel more like we like put it like get into the feelings a little bit more do you find all the struggles regarding like relationships being a kid has helped you develop more in your own sense of self-worth in a sense you know as an artist as opposed to relationships absolutely I think I've definitely like taken the time to like do the meditation and do the listening to yourself I've always had such a a loud intuition so like (laughs) I've just always gone with, and, and growing up, I didn't have a filter. Um, I do now, but like, I, I just said, and it got me in trouble all the time. I didn't have any sort of filter and I was very, very outgoing. So I, I just had to be like, take it or leave it. I don't know. <laughs> you see, growing up for me, I always had a filter and now this, I don't have anything. I just, if I want to act silly one day, I'll act silly. If I want to be to myself, you know, keep myself to myself and be quiet, then I'll be quiet. You know, if I want to text everybody in the world, I will do, you know. Was and that something you worked on? I, Knowing that you're, like, shy or... I always used to be shy. Always, especially as a kid. I mean, I'm not exactly the most extrovert person now. I can be quite an introvert. Okay. And, you know, I see that. And... um I mean, it doesn't look like it, especially when I get to chat to so many different people. But, you know, when when the mic's turned off, when the camera's off, you know, you tend to just, like, go into your own little bubble and just, like, recuperate. And, you know, it's it's something you have to work on. I mean, I suffer. I've I've been very open regarding this. And I suffer a lot with mental health and depression and anxiety. And I take medication for it. And a lot of that has been caused by things as a child. You know, it's been years of being bullied. It's been years of trying to say things and then people just taking the mick out of you. You know, joke, yeah. making you the butt of everyone's jokes, basically. It's are terrible at this. I was the kid in school that would, like, yell at those kids. Yeah. I wouldn't stand for it. Like, I was like... And then I would like run to the teacher because I was a teacher's pet. But like, I, I hate that. I hate that if people need to say mean things to other people just to feel better, mm-hmm. you know, just to put someone down so they feel better about themselves, that that like, it, it hits a very spot for me that I, I just doesn't sit well at all. Yeah. That's the reason why the charity thing that we're doing is for Mind, which is a mental mm-hmm. health charity here in the UK. So, yeah, um, on a lighter note. I On a lighter note, if you wouldn't have told me that you were shy, I wouldn't have known. Like, really? you have been so easy to talk to. I, like, forget that we're even recording or on, you know, the podcast. I really feel like I'm just hanging out with you and it's not structured whatsoever. Like, everything that you said... This has been not an interview. Interview. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I always try and avoid the word interview because that's just me personally. It's. I just don't. 
I don't like interviews. I like chats. I like to talk to people. I like to get to know the story. Well, then the, the title is perfect. <laughs> and I am, I just want to say this, like you can message me anytime on Facebook Messenger. Yay! And even if you're having a bad day, maybe I'll just send you like the demo that we are working on or something. Oh, that's like Christmas has come early. You can't share it though. I, the amount of things in my inbox right now that I'm not allowed to share is just, Oh, it's, okay. it's like a top secret phone. Awesome. Then you, I, I will be, yeah, glad to share random stuff with you because we're always writing. We're always doing some sort of creative stuff like that. That's awesome. Going back years then, we're going to go back to your childhood. Let's, I want to know, like, how did you actually get into music itself? How did you actually develop yourself as a singer, as a guitarist? Okay. Uh, I, so I, st- I jumped on picnic tables when I was two. <laughs> West. Fair enough. I, and I have video of this. So I'm like pumped to watch it because I haven't, I haven't seen this yet. And it's, my mom just sent me a bunch of home videos because we're doing something for YouTube. So I'm mm-hmm. really excited about this. Um, and I had a really, really raspy voice. So nobody thought anything about it. Like I would be like, twinkle, twink, like really raspy. Yeah. And I kind of have a raspy voice when I'm singing now, but like when I was little, it was like on another level. And then um, it was just like four was my first. I jumped up on stage and I started singing Achy Brady Heart after the band just got done for during their break. And so it was just kind of happened like through music, my music teacher went and had a talk with my mom when I was like five in kindergarten. She was like, Hey, your daughter, she can sing. She can sing on pitch. She has charisma. Like she's got kind of the thing, the thing that you, that that you all look for. That you can't teach. We just, we listened to Barney and like Joni Bartel, (laughs) like kids sing along stuff. I don't know. And so from there, that's when it all started. Six years old. I was doing plays, dance, or at seven, I started doing dance and piano. I did piano for seven years, lessons. Um, I took voice lessons when I was like eight or nine, I started. And then when I was 12, I started co-writing. Yeah. I had like a person who was like, we sat together and he was like teaching me how to use my piano background and like write the songs that we came up with and like put it in a program and have it all out and it was really fun and then at 15 I met Victoria Vox who's like the ukulele player now yeah like do you know her yeah okay so she was my mentor and she handed me my first guitar she let me borrow her fruit sticker guitar and had fruit stickers and she and I would wrote a couple songs and she would teach me chords yeah like and I am so thankful for her time because I was so young and like she was 26, like 28 and I, and she just saw something. So we wrote songs together and then I got in the studio with her and we recorded a couple and um, yeah, I, I put out a record when I was 12, but it wasn't my own original songs. It was like songs that we got from other writers mm-hmm. around the country. And my mom basically read like everything you need to know about the music business book 
And then yep. she got excited and then we put like a record together. But yeah, I mean, I, any, you name it, I've, I've done it. A lot of national anthems, a lot of plays, dinner, professional dinner theater, church festivals, anywhere I could get on stage. My mom just like asked questions and was like, what do I do with this child? What theater production play can you remember that was like the standout performance that you've ever done? Ooh, I mean, man, it's, it feels like for, it does feel like forever ago. Um, and I don't know if I would have, like, I did have like a lead role in a middle school, like play. It doesn't have to be lead role. It can be, you could be in the background as a tree for, you know, it could still be a fantastic play. You might've been having fun. I just remember thinking like I was, I was so happy. I think a moment that I was like, this is exactly where I want to be right now. I am so happy was like in, well, in free to be you and me, which is such a cool play. I did that. It's like seven. I did schoolhouse rock. I did Charlie Brown. Um, But I, I remember doing like a Christmas show and just being, finale like singing like you know like really just getting into it and being so happy in that moment and then doing like a Christmas original Christmas rap and and like you know just I was I was definitely an animated kid like I was I'm all about it even now like being in other people's music videos I have on my YouTube page a playlist of video collaborations I've done it's like five now yeah pretty cool like to be in other people's music videos and like the one that just came out for jesse i'm the lead role in it and i'm i'm essentially i didn't really have to act like i'm playing myself so you know um but for a highlight reel as in the acting world that's like a person in love you know is that something that you'd like to do in the future you know in terms of you know progressing your career as a performer in in essence you know would you like to go into some form of acting yes I am talking about maybe like a possible like short film in the future um I would love to 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 be on some you know Netflix show or (laughs) and, and another thing that I also would love to do is hosting so like you know Natalie Stovall yeah hosts the Opry like alongside Bobby Bones I would love to do that job. Yeah. Like, I would love to be like, what's up, you guys? Here we're doing that. Like, that's that's totally my thing. So, like, hosting, being in a movie, Netflix thing, whatever. Um, I would love to do that kind of stuff. Natalie Stovall is just an amazing fiddle player and just all-round amazing person, you know, full stop. And her laugh is infectious. It really and- is. And her voice is like so unique when she speaks. You know what I mean? She has her own sound for sure. You see, your singing voice has got its own sound as well, in my opinion. Take it. No, yeah, you're not the only person that has. I feel like that's the ultimate compliment for sure. I mean, you listen to your track with. I think it's called. I think it's called Rip. Rip. R.I.P. He uh-huh. sings Jolene. Uh-huh. 
And obviously you do the chorus, you do the, because he does like a rap over the top, you know, throughout the main, what with the verse. You've got this like, you've got this deep, dark edge, you know, you really twist Jolene to this new element. But then you go into your, you know, your your own songs and you bring either a light to it or you bring this aggression, especially in silver. You know, it's, you can take it to whatever level you want. It's so I mean, your music teacher back when you was five, yeah. nailed. Oh, I oh my god, that's super cool. I that definitely kind of gives me like like chills because that's that's amazing to hear. I I think for Thirsty coming out on the thirteenth, it's it's another side of me for sure. It's another part of my voice. It's another yeah, kind of like a. It definitely more vo- like it's vocals are in the forefront of the song you know rather silver is like the whole production and delusional was definitely about the production we had so much fun with that um but yeah thirsty is like the stripped down some strings and yeah it's, it's a different feeling for sure i love strings in songs strings um, you can't you can never get enough of it the other instrument that i also love in songs as well is horns Horns, oh my gosh, yes. Uh, Girlfriend Intervention has horns in it. Yeah. And I love that. I think like Little Big Town's new song with horns. Super fun. Well, there was Little Big Town and then there's um, Lady A. Yes. They had um, You Look Good. Oh, yes. I love that song. You look good all day, all night. You look good. People really, really need to get to your YouTube. Yes, YouTube. We do some lives every Thursday, and we are dorks about it. Like we, <laughs> we, we go in with no plan, absolutely no plan. We have no idea what songs we're gonna sing. We didn't even have time to think about it. Like we just go in. And I was like, let's try this. Let's try that. Let's take that request. Let's do this. And we, it's fun. It's fun for us. Cause it's there. It's like an element of surprise. The unplanned is like the, the thrill. Yeah. For, like kind of like when people jump off airplanes. Like have have you ever done that? Have you ever skydived? Just did. Have you? Oh, what's it like? What's it? I've never done it. I've always wanted to do it. Hey, hear me out. When you think you think it's going to be scary, I promise you, it's thrilling for sure. Like you're on a high, you're like, I just did that. But um, there are roller coasters that are scarier. Mm-hmm. You know, you jump out of the plane. Like the obviously the scariest part is the unknown. Like the the like, what is about to happen? Am I really like putting my legs off the edge of the plane right yeah, now? Something so unnatural. Thousand feet up. You know <laughs> what? But you're strapped to a guy and the guy's got it, you know, he's got it. But all of a sudden you jump, right? You go. And then the next, you know, however, one second till your body figures out that it's not scary because the the ground is not near you whatsoever. So you have no like fear that you're going to hit something, Mm -hmm. right? Not near anything. So you're kind of like, oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah, woo, woo, look at him, and then you're just chilling. Um, I will say that there's a YouTube video that we're probably going to share, but like it's 
out there on the Chattanooga Skydiving Company's YouTube page, and there's a video of me, and I am mouthing the F word way too many times in a row. I did not realize I said that so many times. I thought I said it like once, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, naughty, naughty. I know. I was like, what can we do about that video? <laughs> Take it down. I don't know. I'm going to have to try and search for that. I mean, I've been, the past week or so now, I've been really trying to dig deep into like the YouTube archives to try and find whatever I can. And I couldn't really find much. It's really frustrating. And what you, you couldn't find what? <clears throat> I just wanted to try and find anything because you mentioned on the comment posts on the live country sessions with Paul England about some songs that, <clears throat> about some songs that you did when you was younger. Now, the first one that you can remember was Shania Twain. Uh-huh. You're still the one. I wanted to see if I could find some form of recording of you singing that song. Oh my gosh. I I will be sharing that. We're going to we have a video that we're going to be putting together and like we're going to pick out clips. So we're going to make a night of it, probably get some like popcorn and all sit together and watch these videos that I haven't seen in a while. Um but yeah, it was I don't know, Jesse I want to see what he, he got to listen to some of these recordings Yeah. when we were home on the story I shared, like us whipping out these CDs and like listening to this stuff. And I definitely had like this vibrato <laughs> and my voice was so much, it was higher. So I could sing the national anthem and belt re like in a ridiculous key, yeah. you know, and women's voices go through seven different changes so I think I've one more coming up. And um, so I, I, as my voice has grown or changed, like it's definitely become lower. I cannot belt like full on belt that high anymore. What's the um, highest you can go? Like the highest note? Yeah. It's in like an F sharp, but probably... Yeah, like a high F sharp, probably a little bit more than That's that. That's not too bad. That's still quite high. Yeah, and then I can get down to, I think the last time we were looking was like a G, <laughs> flat G, like a low. You can sing pretty low. Pretty much as low as my voice goes. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That's lower than my voice. <laughs> can you sing a low? I can't sing. I can't sing at all. <laughs> That's what. That's why I talk. I don't sing. Country tracks with Dom. Oh, I'm gonna have to start asking for artists to do that. It's such a nice. It's so nice to hear, especially with such a lovely voice. Country chat with Dom. Country chat with Dom. Yes. Yes. One one night during our lives, we sang everything we said. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Literally didn't didn't talk. Just. Yeah. We just got, we were so weird. We were so weird. <laughs> That's not weird though. That to me is so spontaneous and it's so out of the box. I love it. I love the spontaneous aspect. I love putting myself on the spot because I feel like that's when you find yourself as an artist, like your, your go-to, like what you, you know, like a lady requested me to sing, I will always love you on this spot in Florida 
And she was so determined to hear it. And it has a lot of chords. Like it was just wasn't something that Jesse and I were going to do together and him playing. And so I, I went for it and I did it acapella. And I think a lot of people would say no in that moment. And I just did it. And it, it was, it was, I don't know. It was something for sure. People like got up and clapped, like stood up and clapped. It was crazy. It's funny you say that because that is that was one of my comments. You need to sing at least something acapella. Acapella. So like in a live, you're saying, or just in a YouTube video, like mic'd any time. I mean, because when you did the live stream the other day with Paul, it was like, yeah. this voice is just so fantastic. Because I already knew what you sounded like. I already knew you were fantastic. But when you hear somebody live. It's it's a different element because, you know, people can add auto-tune, people can add, you know, whatever effects they want to the microphone to make them sound better. But for yourself, you don't need any of that. You really uh, don't. Thank you. It's, it's, you know, with this year and everyone going live and everyone being on the same platform going live, you can really hear, like, people's artistry and where they are, especially if they're not mic'd. Like, we don't mic up. Like, we want to. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't got that yet. But, like, we, we don't mic up. So it's just it's just you sitting there with nothing, and you have to be able to, yeah, like, put in some dynamics. Put in, like, it's, it's definitely where you see a raw, stripped-down person. It's, like, really cool. I mean, the room that you're in at the moment has just got so much you know it's got that reverb that it's just so natural it's not like it's not like it's too much there's not too much echo it's just right oh good there's not there's not anything but a bunch of equipment in here like no couch there's nothing that you know it's just like speak I'm looking at speakers and that's about it (laughs) have you ever flipped the camera around before what do you mean have you ever turned have you ever shown people what's around I, I took a picture once, uh, but yeah, I don't have anything plugged in to this baby. I'm, I'm interested to see what, what you get to see. That is such an awesome room. I want that room. Those are my band lights, well, half of them. That, and, is, that is a yeah. very bright ring light. It is. It is. It totally. And then... Uh, I got this, I got that ring light, like, kind of, like, before, right before we, I don't even know, but my graphic designer was like, go get a ring light. I was like, okay. <laughs> one to get. Like, why, you know, you know, so just send me a link. Things, though, that, it's, it. it's actually really difficult to find the right ring light, because this one here, it was just a cheap one from Amazon. It was just a, I think it was, like, a 15-pound, like, $20 kind of ring light, and it was, like, like a hundred. This was like a hundred dollars. Wow. Like, okay. You see, I saw so many that was like a hundred, you know, 150. That was like, yeah, they're, they're top of the line. But I can't afford that. Right. It's it, it, like, you know, I couldn't afford a laptop. Like when a MacBook Pro, I have a MacBook Pro because I did a Kickstarter that helped me with mm. my album and the whole rollout. And I, I, I really felt like having a laptop like this was instrumental to my business. You know, like it yeah. was, I needed it. Like I needed to have the music, you know, thing. So 
and I use this literally every day, all day, like on for video editing, for production stuff, for all of that. What's your video editing software of choice? We, I use the, um, like the Adobe Pro, what is that? Oh, yeah, the, um, I can't can't remember it now. Oh, my. Premiere Pro, but, like, um, I have it because Jesse went to school in L.A. for a recording, like, an engineering school. Yeah. So he has a lifetime membership. So I just, like, sign into his. Yeah, you need to pass me his password. (laughs) Hey, what a Christmas gift, right? Like, that's. (laughs) That is, like, the ultimate. I mean, the demo stuff that you're going to be doing and. You know, Adobe yeah. Premiere. Oh, that's you're so kind to me. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. I mean that that's always the difficulty thing. That's the difficult thing is especially for those just starting in the industry is the cost of everything. The cost for microphones. You know, yeah, up so quickly, so quickly. Like you know, um, Wix, like the you know Wix and the Spotify thing every month, and like the everything is like. Ten dollars here, fifteen dollars. You wouldn't even, you know, you're definitely not in the music business as an upcoming artist to be rich. No. Like I, second cousin asked me one time, "So are you rich now? Because you're like down in Nashville, killing it." And I was like, "No, it's uh, not how business works." <laughs> we kind of pray that it works that way, but it never does. Yeah. Eventually, it, it breaks. You have like this song. You have you know, the song an artist picked up or you have, you know, the, the whatever song number on the charts or things, things like that. Those make a big difference in, in the income, you know? Um, But as an independent artist, you can, you can make, you know, on a regular year when you can do shows, you can make 75 to a hundred thousand in a year before expenses though. Yes. Right. You pay everyone and end up with like 20,000. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. And because you love music so much, you spend that on making more music. Yeah. Exactly. That's the reason why a lot of people tend to try and jump on other people's tours or try and keep the production team as low as possible just so it keeps that expenditure as low as they can because a lot of the money goes into studio time you know paying the artists you know the musicians you know in the studio yeah there's so many different things that add up i mean for me here you know it's it's the whole podcasting hosting sites it's the it's the wix i've got wix as well it's all the subscriptions that you have to sign up for just to try and get information from different you know sources and I will say, like, that's one thing I will never cut on is paying the musicians. If I'm bringing them out to a show like Lynchburg, that we the festival in Tennessee that we just played, like, I will pay them, like, the top fair amount. Yeah. Because never once do I want someone to show up and play on my project or play a live show and feel like they're not getting paid, yeah. you know, what they're worth. Like, I... I want to always be that person and like, and make sure that they're showing up like super happy, like, hell yeah, I'm getting paid this. Like I'm going to kick ass today, you know, and, and pour my heart into this. And it, it definitely pays off in the end. 
see that that's just so it's so noble in a, in a sense because you know a lot of people will just either choose the cheapest artist because they're cheap or they'll try and be stingy on how much they pay people and you know that's yeah. so right what you do though for Lynchburg, I didn't get paid at all. I used all that money and paid bands. Like I didn't, I did not take a cut for myself. Bloody hell! Sorry for you know? language, but wow. <laughs> it's just how I, I felt like, yeah, it's what it needed to happen. <laughs> hey, so she's dull. such a good. She's such a good girl. Can you um? Can you see them better now? I can see them better now. For those that are I, listening to the podcast rather than watching this. They're wiggling around. <laughs> they're wiggling around. If you can hear like little paws clattering, the claws clattering on the wood floor, it's so adorable. <laughs> My neighbor below is, he's so funny. He's like, I definitely can tell you have wood floors. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> funny. He hears the music all the time and he's like, well... My mom asked him one time when she's visiting, like, you know, are they really loud or whatever? He's like, I mean, you can you can definitely hear them, but at least it sounds good. That's <laughs> so a benefit. Like, we'll take that. That's yeah. like an ultimate compliment. That normally people with rooms and hitting the ceiling and yes, at yes. least you, at I, least you don't get that. I put okay. I had my computer on full volume in my room, like the the day I moved in. And I was listening to whatever jam. I think it was Lucy Silvis, actually. Yeah. Like, listen to her like her stuff really loud because her texture and everything that she's got going on in that album is... But um, he did the broom thing. And I think, I think he got over it and realized that we are just going to be those type of people. Yeah, you just get used to it. Yeah, but he's... um. Luckily, it is the person who's on the board for this whole condo. So, like, instead of somebody else complaining to him. It's him that's... It's the direct, you know, like... <laughs> the, the only issue is, you know, if he got really fed up one night, he could just say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Touch wood, it never happens, like, cross fingers and toes and right. stuff. No, 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 we're, we're like buds. We like, we like text on a ah, regular... Ah, you, you, you two are down with... Kids and yeah, like check in on each other. If I have random questions, he answers them. You know, like he, he I mail when I'm out of town. Like we're good. We are good. Has he explained yet why there was a power surge? No, I feel like that was. I should ask him if it happened to him too, because that was really weird and it's never happened to me before. I've ne- I've never known it happened, especially with anybody I've spoken. You know, in Nashville. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was weird. Yay. Okay, so I just got a message from my graphic designer that's saying he just emailed me the Facebook cover. <gasps> Facebook book. When when does that get posted? I want to do that tonight. Like I want to like Ooh. refresh everything, new age everybody, go get the single kind of thing and new artwork everywhere. When it comes to actually like writing singles then, like You've, say, written a song, you've been to the studio, you've put down all your vocals and the guitars and everything with it. You're now at this stage where you're just about to release the last little bit. What's going through your head right now? Excitement. It really does feel like you're anticipating Christmas. Like, I I get really excited. It's like a 
and I get stressed out to the <laughs> I get so stressed because I'm like, I want to do this and I want to do that and all these things. And I, I've gotten better with every release. I've gotten better and more relaxed and having a little bit of extra help. Like every time, like yeah. this whole setup, I'm going to take, I want to take a moment to give like a shout out this, like to get this going today. I'm like doing my makeup and Jesse set this up. Yeah. He tuned my guitar. Like he didn't even know that we weren't doing the guitars today. He tuned my guitar, put my, my pick next to my computer like this. I feel like royalty. You know what I mean? Like this is insane. See, that's, have- that's somebody who loves you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He is so helpful and like gets it totally gets like, you know, what needs to happen and, and all the things. And he opened the email up and did it. So I just had to click the link and come <laughs> over. So that's because as a female, there's so many extra layers to getting ready to things. Then you guys just have to put a t-shirt on and brush your teeth. I've, you li- know? I've literally just come in from work. What do you mean? I finished work and I drove home and I've come oh, upstairs yeah. and I've literally <laughs> just click play. This is how yeah. I look. Right. But and like, yourself, that, that that was going to be one of my questions earlier was, does anybody actually choose your outfits and how you look? Because everything is just so on point. It's on fleek. Oh, good. Oh, on fleek. Well, snap to that. I, um, I did, so this is a hodgepodge today. This outfit is um, actually very, very random Yeah. today. And I'm sure that there would be stylists that'd be like, what the hell are you wearing? Um, I just bleeped myself out there. But <laughs> the, yeah, this this is like an old an old shirt from like my band days in the Midwest. I have a lot of like performing clothes because I've been performing for so long. So I have all those. And yeah, it's just kind of a, a mixture. I did have my, my favorite new necklace just drop. But um <gasps> I noticed the necklace has disappeared. But yeah, I like love this thing. It's my new thing. And um, so I do. I have the, I had a stylist that picked out these jeans that picked out all this, this kind of like new age of stuff. And I guess we're going to get a whole new set of clothes in the spring, which I'm so stoked about. Because I really, I don't, I'm not a fashionista like that. I'm just yeah. not. I, I'm from the Midwest, so I like, <laughs> I like to wear Packer gear and sweaters, you know, and like there was a time in my life in the corporate world, I wore sweaters with the, with the buttons. Yeah. And apparently that's a no-go for like, <laughs> to be an artist. So I've, I've had a little help, a little help. And we, that new partnership, we, we just have a new partnership with Cowboy Outlets out of Denver. And um, they travel in and out of Nashville all the time. They essentially have their hands' ability to touch all sort of Western wear apparel. So uh, hats and belts and jeans and shirts and you know, jewelry, like you name it. That's, so I'm excited. That's really awesome. Where did you get your hat from? This hat, it has, a, it has like a little bit of a story. This is... From my graphic designer, this was an early birthday present. And then I went down to Georgia, uh, which is a conjunction of the Cowboy Outlets and like a, like a sister company. And they 
I was able to be a part of decking it out. Ooh. Like in picking everything. And and then I don't know if you can see, you probably can. Yes, you can. And yes, you can is the name of the record is Yes, You Can. So she was like, what do you want, you know, engraved on the hat? And I was like, I just feel like it's got to be the record title. Yeah. I See, that like opens up an avenue for you now because you can now get like a hat stand with each record that you release with the title on. Absolutely. And then one day I'll have a back a backdrop like some of these artists where they have like their little their hats on the on the wall. And I like that a lot. I wanna have a music room for sure. Like when I get a house, I wanna have like a record room with a record player and my great grandma's records and then like things like this, you know, mounted up on the wall. Yeah. And just all that kind of stuff. Hopefully awards too like things like that and then when you get your induction into the grand old opry yes oh my gosh i i drink coffee every morning with those people like that everyone who's been inducted in the grand old opry i specifically went and bought a mug yeah and so every morning i can drink from that mug and be like in that kind of company that's awesome that's so quirky that's brilliant (laughs) <laughs> I am kind of quirky. I have been told I'm quirky for sure. A weirdo, a dork, quirky. See, my I've got a hat here. It's not a Stetson because Stetson's a actual brand. This is a MHT Western, apparently. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've had that for five years, six years now. Hey, the Cowboy Outlets ship to the U like they ship everywhere do they so, cowboy out i'm gonna, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm, we've got a couple of um like western type of shops here in the uk there's one around the corner from me called country to western shout out guys nice yeah. and you know the, there's just not much here in the uk though for what i like to wear i like to wear the big buckles i like to wear you know the hat i I've never been able to wear the hat outdoors because it's not a traditional thing around here, but I wear my buckle, I wear my boots. I've got a pair of, you know, nice tall cowboy boots. It's Yay. Oh, uh, he has, we, so we have boots. We have boots. We got like hooked up with all of the things. Yeah. And Jesse now has cowboy boots that have musical notes on them. And on the bottom is a picture of, Broadway and the two souls go together as a picture. It's oh, like wow. it's the craziest boot you've ever seen. Like that needs to it. go. That needs to go on in your Instagram. Okay, I'll share it for sure. I oh need God. to see that. I feel like time has gone by so fast. Like, but it's only been two hours. <laughs> this is awesome. I I really like. I feel like you're really easy to talk to. Do you have anywhere you need to be or you want to carry on? A bunch of admin stuff to do today. That's, oh, that's it's only two o'clock. I was going to talk to you. Okay. So I have a, a woman, lady woman named Lindsay and she is just updated my bio mm-hmm. and then she's putting a press release together. So we were going to get on the phone. I told her like after one thirty, but uh, we were going to get on the phone and just talk about, 
getting that press release together because there's a giant email that's going out next Tuesday looking all that stuff. So I'm like really excited, but all the ducks have to be in a row. I got to update my EPK with new photos and she's going to get, she did a great job on the the long bio and the short bio. So I'm going to update that everywhere and then get that press release from her, which talks about my new partnership with the booking Rob and Rob struck and then um, cowboy outlets and then the song coming out. Well, if you need somebody to do a quote for the press release, you know, just uh, I'll sort you with some out because I do reviews as well. <laughs> They're fighting now. That's funny. Uh, that would be great. I would love that. I al- I always have been collecting like testimonials of performances or quotes. So like if you if you have some time, if you could email that over, that would be amazing. Yeah, email me. You know, we'll so- we'll sort it out straight after this. Um, but yeah, we'll oh. sort something out for you. Awesome. All right, because you've got loads of stuff to do, what I'll do is I'll try and wrap it up now then. Oh, admin work. <laughs> so, final reminder for everybody, what's coming out on the 13th? The 13th is going to be my third single off the upcoming record, and the song is called Thirsty. So everyone can pre-save it now and get it on the 13th of um, November. Where can we find you on social media? On all of the social media platforms, getting my radio voice, <laughs> you can find me at Kirsty Krauss. As simple as that. <laughs> and finally, it's one of the probably the most important questions of the show. What is your thoughts and opinions to pineapple on pizzas? Oh. I don't oppose. I will eat it. It's not my go-to. Fair enough. I'll accept that answer. I mean, because I don't always eat pineapple on pizzas, but I will generally, I will never say no. I mean, I'll always, people that say, "Uh, that's the most disgusting thing ever, you know, they just need to calm down. Right, no, yeah. You need to calm down. (laughs) Pizza, pizza's pizza, you know, so like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say no if a Hawaiian pizza is sitting right there. I'm definitely going <laughs> to But, like, warm pineapple is a little weird to me. Just a little. What about Jesse? I think he's game. Fair enough. I that... think all about <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> yes. that's, that's pretty much everything. I'll let you get off. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. I'm really glad that we worked it out so that this would happen. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I, st- I still can't forgive you for thinking that we had something set up and it was actually for somebody else. I'm like, I think we already have something set up on another live stream. <laughs> and then you messaged me, you're like, no, we don't. And I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought, I'd, you know what, I'll just send a message just to clarify that it isn't with me, but I do want something setting up. I've been, I've been meaning to send a message for the past few weeks and it was like the perfect opportunity. Well, that's my bad. I should have, because I really like, I want to meet everyone I possibly can in the UK. Like I, I want to be able to go be an artist that goes there regularly. That is something that is just going to happen. So one day you should, one day you should be able to get a house here and then you've got a permanent residence Then you can actually become half British. Yes. Go back and forth. I don't know if I could ever like watch 
like do the talking though. I don't, really? It's, very... it's go well, tr- try and try and try and replicate how I speak. Okay. Uh, uh, try. <laughs> 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 I can't do it. Hilarious. Try and uh, replicate how I speak. I can't do it. I can't do, do it. Do I really sound like that? Oh my! Wow. I really sound like that. Oh my! Wow. See, that just sounds southern to me. <laughs> I can't do so, it then. For those for those in America that are listening, there is a distinct difference between people who speak in the south of england such as london surrey kent etc and they speak in a particularly in the queen's english they speak very posh but when you come up north to yorkshire we we speak with a bit of an accent we we i tend to speak a bit posher especially when i'm speaking to people from america we also speak very fast here in the north of england we speak i like that you speak fast I think from the Midwest, I, we speak really fast, so I I like it. You see, I've actually s- slowed my speaking down for you, just in case. Oh, well, I'm glad you did, because you do have a very thick accent. <laughs> I mean, I do apologize now if there's any, like, questions or if I've said anything that you've been like, huh? No, I think Paul has a thicker accent. Is that because he's part of the different part of the country? No, he's actually part of the same... <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's a bit tickly then. He's part of the same county as us. So it's like being in the same state. Or no, county, because you have counties in certain states, don't you? It's like being in the same county, but like the opposite ends of each county. Okay. So I'm currently in East Yorkshire. So Yorkshire is made up of north, south, east and west. And he's in Sheffield, which is South Yorkshire. So they they talk with... um, they talk with a very thick, very, very thick accent, very thick Yorkshire accent. Yeah, um, sometimes it's harder to under, like, understand everything that he's saying. I have to say what sometimes because of that. Well, I'm actually, I was actually born in a different town, different st- um, county altogether. I was born from towards the south of England in a city called West Bromwich near Birmingham. Yeah. And they've got a completely different accent to what I speak now. So I've... I've had to develop something that's a bit more recognisable. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny that you can be that close and then have different accents. You know, like, it's interesting to me. Well, um, it's like Brummies. I'm going to struggle now because I'm trying to replicate it. All right. How are you doing? I I don't know what to say now. Yeah. No, that sounds... I've I've heard that before. Have you heard that accent before? Um, then there's yeah. then there's Liverpool, which is very it's very high, and the I'm I'm gonna get slated for doing this now. Um, there's a comedian called Jimmy Carr. He does he says to say these three or four words, and it makes you sound very Geordie. Oh, no, it makes yeah Geordie, which is the other side of the country, which is north of us. So it's like um, Poopa Scoopa. Roller coaster. They speak like these. Oh my! And that's oh. they're the Geordie. So th- this is just like a hundred miles between each place. Weird. So crazy. I can't wait to see it for myself. You definitely got to come and do a tour of England. That's basically no. where I was going with all that. <laughs> Long-winded <laughs> way. I will. Like you know, it's gonna happen. Thank you for coming on. It's been absolutely sublime talking to you. 
Awesome. I feel the same way. I really, like time really, but I, yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad that we got to sit down. I feel like we could do this for a long time. I could carry on. I mean, it's a shame you've got to go do admin stuff now. I mean, that's a nice little cop out for you to try and escape from me, but. Because I could have held the record of the longest interview ever. I mean, you know? so close. I mean, we've been talking now for. Hours and nobody would touch it. <laughs> I think the longest one so far has been two hours 20. <laughs> nice. So they're very close. It was so close. It almost jumped over that hurdle. What am I at? So we've been talking now for two hours and seven minutes, but then we had 10 minutes before we actually started the show. Thirsty for you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Man, that's, it's, it's funny how you don't have a time... You know, when you don't have a timeline, you just chat, like, where we've all gone to today. Mm-hmm. We've had a bit of a therapy session. We've had a bit of a oh, yes. nostalgic <laughs> session. Oh, yes. But I, this has been definitely fun. Thank you so much for having me. And we'll, I, I'm so interested to do the check-in after all this craziness and we see what happens here in America. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's do it. Let me know. Awesome. When. But on Facebook Messenger. On Facebook Messenger. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, and I'll see you all next time. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews, and general chit chats on all things country music.